1: Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea Kay. You
2: know I'm a bad
1: girl.
2: Do what I want. Say what I like. Nobody can touch me. Trust me, I'm a bad girl.
3: Welcome to hour two of tonight's Andrea K Show, the post Thanksgiving edition. People still on their turkey high, haven't eaten a whole lot of turkey. By the way, I hate to break the news to y'all, leftover fans, but word is is that uh, uh, it's done. If you haven't eaten any of your leftovers by now, they kind of need to be tossed I out. I
4: never pay attention to that rule. And if there's <gasps> leftovers, I do it for two weeks. Are you kidding easy. me?
3: Oh, I'm a three day girl. Still alive. I'm a three day girl. I don't eat anything in my fridge that's been in there longer than three days. It may be a four-day rule if it's some fried chicken. Okay, may make an exception because that doesn't have dairy in it. Um, But no, I'm kind of a nut when it comes to my leftovers and food hygiene. To me, you know, and and, and I got some family members that are like, look, if there ain't any visible mold on it, I'm, I'm going for uh, it. Smells <laughs> <apologize for> <laughs> uh, good to me. Well, but what I will do is I just, I, I pay attention and I will freeze any leftovers if I think it's getting close to, to my deadline. I just freeze it and then I pull it out so that I, you know, why leave it in the fridge for weeks? Because I mean, you're going to eat, you're going to eat turkey and dressing for two weeks straight. No, right? So why not just after a couple of days of but just freeze what's left over and pull it out as you want it. And then it's nice and healthy.
4: Yeah, I still got turkey soup all week thanks to that <laughs> lovely carcass. So let's, uh, you know.
3: um it's all good. All right. I, the, here is where I I, I need to uh, to... to Let my my peeps down in Louisiana know, look, there's settings that you have on Facebook where you can can exclude some friends from a post. Y'all don't need to include me in post showing pictures of gumbo that you're making with turkey, okay? Because you're killing me, right? You're killing me with that. I would love me. Um, some some turkey leftovers. Hey, follow me on all the socials at Andrea K. Show. We're streaming live right now on, I forget to tell you guys this. It's I've been so busy, I haven't been able to get on the socials to remind you guys that we are back streaming every day on the Facebook um, page of my Facebook, on the Answer San Diego Facebook. We're even streaming live on Twitter right now um, because just that's how cool the AK crew is. They got me streaming live. Um, so do share those those streams. The call-in number is 888 four four for 1170. I do have a couple of... This hour, we're going to spend a little time on pop culture, and it's really important because one of the things that... uh, Everybody knows the old saying, politics is downstream from culture. Look, that's how you really destroy a nation, right? Or change a nation, by changing the culture of the people, right? And I have never seen such a cultural shift so quickly in my life. I used to marvel at people that had been born uh, at the turn of the century and people that got to witness such a monumental shift in culture the people that that were witness to the invention of flight right these were there were people that at a time in which they were alive and aware there was no such thing as flying on an airplane and yet during their lives they got to see people begin to fly that's an extraordinary thing to witness right in your life major cultural shift to be able to go from you know having to take a um, a boat somewhere or a a ship uh, to, to, to go to to go to far-off lands to be able to fly there in a few hours, right? That's that's a major thing. Television, you think of the technology some of the people witnessed. A- and I think about... Um, that took a long time, right? And even before that, even before the invention of flight and, and the automobile, um, we had the invention of the telephone. And back, I used to love, you know, reading the Laura Ingalls books. I mean, there's there's some people that just what they got to witness in terms of a shift was just amazing. What must, must that have been like, right? For people that w- got to see the invention of having to go from the Pony Express to being able, able to pick up a phone, right? I mean, j- the technology and innovation just extraordinary how it changed and made our lives the better and most of the technology that made the world better was created right here in the good U- US of A right? and it's because of our culture that we were the culture of entrepreneurship nothing you weren't entitled to anything but an opportunity a free market, individual freedom and all that you look at how quickly in the past few years the left has changed our culture when it comes to our children the pornography shoved on children in schools the transgenderism of children right pushing them and, and recruiting them in, the, in into transgenderism right uh, it, 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 it started out as just being too graphic and um, you know in, in terms of like the sexual curriculum here in California and, and now we know it's, it's just straight up pornography where, where school books are too pornographic to be read at school districts right? And now, and one of the things that I cautioned years ago was what the end game was. The end game was never uh, sex education. The end game was never children, um, you know, um, being able to go and kill their unborn child without parental cons- consent. The end game is not even transgenderism. I'm not even sure the end game is really pedophilia at this point, but that's the next step and it's already been embraced by the left. Is there anything where worse that we can go than, uh, than the embracing of pedophilia in the United States of America? Are we there yet? I think we're already there. I think when we have schools that are teaching kids uh, and showing them, showing them um, books, or we have school libraries that have books with children, uh, having sex with adults, I think we're kind of there. So when Balenciaga did the ad last week, I said that this was not them trying to normalize sex with children and the sexualization of children. That was done a long time ago. They did this because that's their demographic. Who who's who's the Balenciaga crowd? Skins? It's the far lefties with all the money, right? Who who are the conservatives with, with all with, with a lot of money? I mean, yeah, they may carry a Birkin bag, but it's like the trendy these trendy things, these these trendy brands are really for the for the lefty elites, right? They're really for the lefties. They're for the lefty elites and the worshipers of the lefty elites.
4: Right? Well now they're even trying to back out of it. I'm 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 looking online and they're Balenciaga is suing a production company for 25 million over a controversial campaign <laughs> that they helped set up. Well, of
3: course they did. Who's dumb enough? Are you dumb enough out there to believe that Balenciaga didn't approve this ad? That wasn't I did I not talk and describe what happens in these in these ad campaigns in terms of early on that they're Detailed. all sailed that they're all sitting there around a table and that the executives from Balenciaga are in the room in the early stages of conceptual design. And every step of the way, people from Bal- Balenciaga were a part of the de- the design and approval process. So, you know, they're, they're throwing a, 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 a theatrical suit out there to try to sway people into thinking that they weren't doing what they actually did in front of you. And Kim Kardashian came out today. Yeah, they're, they're trying to, you know, cover... Uh, for Balenciaga. Uh, Kim Kardashian, one of their biggest celebrity endorser, endorsers, said, you know, I talked to Balenciaga today. They, they now understand what went wrong here and they have a better understanding. No, what? As though she, and first of all, as though you, you schooled somebody and anything you've deformed your body with all these implants all over your butt and your hips and everywhere else. I mean, it's just, you know, to, 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 I mean, Kim Kardashian is a, quite frankly, in my opinion, seems to be as, as mentally unhinged as Kanye. I don't know why anybody sees it in, in any other way. But there's all kinds of excuses being made for Balenciaga today. Let that sink in that there's anybody that would defend or justify. An ad campaign showing children in BDSM clothing attire and holding toys with BDSM with alcohol. There was a there was a court case that was that was in visible there that had to do with child pornography. To to the only thing there's a, no I start to say the only thing Balenciaga could do to redeem themselves is what there's nothing they can do. There's absolutely nothing that they can do. And it's not even about canceling Balenciaga. If if your whole thing today in response to this is, well, okay, yeah, maybe I've got some Balenciases in my closet and I'm not going to wear them. If you're hashtagging uh, cancel Balenciaga, you're you're actually rewarding the left. Because they want you to think that what's going on is just an ad campaign for a, quote, luxury brand. Right? And that's not what this is about. Just like they want you to believe that Balenciaga just made a mistake. Did we pull that clip from the view today? I want you to hear and and, and skins and I and, and we get it right We love you guys we understand where you're at. We actually had a discussion today should we play this clip because skins and I find these hags on the view as appetizing as three can we can we agree that that left Thanksgiving leftovers in the fridge three months later is nauseating? We really
4: shouldn't insult uh, Thanksgiving leftovers like this.
3: <laughs> three, three months of turkey and dressing in the fridge covered in a line lot. too far for me. Yeah, that, that's, even, that's even more appetizing than the view. But this is rep- very representative today, their discussion of Balenciaga with what the left, how they're trying to justify. I want you to listen to this, and then we're going to continue the discussion, because not only is this insulting to our intelligence, the reality is— is that they, it, it, that I think pedophilia is, is trendy and that's it to them. That is the trend. You think about the word trendy, it's about a trend, right? The trend that the left is now already in, in process of normalizing by calling uh, pedophiles um, minor attracted persons is that this is literally the new couture for the left. Play the
1: clip.
5: What's going on here? I found this ad campaign particularly (laughs) distasteful um, in this moment. So there's this, there's growing anti-LGBTQ sentiment right now. And how it's being framed is as portraying you know trans people as groomers this is a term you'll hear on the far right they're groomers this is where you get the anti-drag queen stuff that we're right. seeing so balenciaga played right into their hands by having kids in a sexualized manner carrying something that represents you know sex acts i think it was a really <coughs> bad misstep at a moment
3: let's stop there first of all there was nothing in this ad that had anything to do with trans nothing in this ad that had anything to do with trans it was all children And sex toys. And not only children and sex toys and alcohol, but bondage. Bondage stuff. This didn't have anything to do with trans. So you see the game being played there. You know, she's saying, Well, it was just you know, I just think it's I just think it was a bad, a bad hot take for the moment. So she would have been cool with it maybe six months from now, skins? six months ago this by the way was somebody who worked in the trump administration i don't rec i I didn't recognize her i don't know her name so she just thinks her only problem with it, skins is that it's it it it, it just it it only feeds it only feeds the far right because it was just kind of tone deaf isn't that what she's saying there it was just tone deaf now that's not the problem here nor does it have anything to do with trans. nothing to
4: do with the right or the left
3: and it's got nothing to do with trans either This has to do with the sexualization of children and the perverted left in this country. It is not lost on me that a trendy couture luxury brand is running an ad campaign because this is the new trend for the left. Let's continue the clip.
5: So Balenciaga played right into their hands by having kids in a sexualized manner carrying something that represents, you know, sex acts. I think it was a really bad misstep at a moment where it's just kind of a dangerous time to even give credence to those kind of insane takes. Yeah, I mean, we can't even show the picture because it's so distasteful. But what's also very distasteful is like Balenciaga lately. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, their stuff is just ugly. <laughs> I mean, the, the bag that, that their little girl is holding is ugly. Do you remember when Kim K was dressed in Balenciaga for the Gala? She loves the it. Met Gala. Black. Black. Look the, at that. The, oh, that yeah. Okay, like a- I
3: got to stop. Talk about ugly. Is there anything uglier than them trying to be cute and talking about how Balenciaga's stuff is ugly in order to get off the truth about an ad campaign Involving sex with children and we're talking about these were practically toddlers. It makes me so angry. I cannot even tell you. This is there. This is absolute evil. I don't know. Ha- I don't know how anybody sat in that audience. I would have got up and walked out. Well, first of all, I wouldn't find myself in the audience in the view. And before the one person jumped in and started talking about, you know, how ugly the Balenciaga stuff is, the other one uh, was talking about how um this just feeds into the left and their insane takes. The insane there's insanity going on in this country. Absolutely ins- insanity. Somebody posted today, evidently there was uh there was some kind of protest and a rally that took place uh last week in New York. Um, an anti-fur rally. Has there been anybody? Somebody pointed out there was an anti-fur rally in New York City, right? Has there, been, has there been an anti-child pornography, anti-pedophilia protest outside the Balenciaga store on Madison Avenue? Where is America? Why is this? They're laughing it off? If one of their toddlers was sexually molested, would they be laughing it off? Where they'd be going, oh, he was a minor attracted person. That's what's going on here. Washington Post had, uh, we're going to take a break, we come back. Washington Post had an art, had a headline today about a play that's happening in New York talking about how it's about pedophiles and how it's just absolutely brilliant. We're going to share that story with you when we come back. This is the Andrea, and take your calls. I see the calls or are, are phones ringing off the hooks. Uh, give us a call, 888 344 1170
4: you're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego.
3: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Before the break, we were talking about how uh, pedophilia is evidently the new couture, the new luxury item. Um, And the Balenciaga situation, which the left is rushing to defend, but it gets even worse. Uh, There was a play actually about pedophiles happening in New York City that's just all the rage. It's just getting all kinds of good reviews. But before I share that story with you guys, I'm going to go to the phones. Romana is on the line. That must be our good friend Romana who calls in on the regular. She's got something she wants to say about Balenciaga. Hi, Romana.
5: Hi, hi. Good evening, uh, Andrea. I I had to call in when I heard about this ad. I, it's this is truly heart stopping evil. They know it's it's one thing. It's disgusting and revolting for them to even think about this, but to actually put it through. And then these are nobodies trying to be someone by being dramatic mm-hmm. and by just just stepping on everything. We all know that the foundation of society is the family. And they want kids, I believe, because I've examined and studied this, and I cannot, there's, it's not even, if you're a decent person, this doesn't even enter one's mind. But when you're self-centered and evil and arrogant and prideful, which uh, is one of the seven deadly sins, only then can you think to do these rotten things. Mm -hmm. I believe, I believe they want kids preoccupied with sexuality earlier and earlier Uh, This is pure evil, Mm -hmm. so that I I believe they can remove values that are given to us, not by man, but by God himself. So that is the only way that you can have peace in this life or an understanding of the evil that happens when you live according to his uh, commands, not recommendations, commands. And the ability 180 degrees opposite, and the result is chaos, destruction of families. They want to remove values that we've established with our children, right. and this is the way to do it.
3: Well, it's about how do you how do you change America mm-hmm. from a constitutional yes. republic to a communist society? Mm-hmm. They, had to, they had to destroy our Judeo-Christian principles and values in the fabric of our nation. And, you know, it was one thing to destroy mm-hmm. the family unit. It was one thing to go to, you know, um, to instill in the minds of women you didn't need to be married or, you know, mm-hmm. you didn't need, you, you know, go and have a bunch of babies with baby daddies and become dependent on the state um Mm -hmm. you know that that's all bad bad enough right to create dependency but but you know, evil always grows and it gets worse and worse and worse. And and, and uh, the enemy roams around like a lion seeking mm-hmm. who he can uh, destroy. And that's not just individuals, but it's like Satan's got a grip on our nation because uh, it's like, it, like I said, it's one thing to destroy the family unit because mm-hmm. in, in destroying that family unit, which was the backbone economically of this nation, socially yeah. and economically, um, now to go after children and want to to... Change our culture into one that accepts children um, having sex with adults mm-hmm. is just, mm-hmm. it's profoundly repugnant to me. But this yeah. has been brewing for a while because uh, when we... Um, have allowed Sharia to take root in the country Mm -hmm. where seven-year-old girls are married off, when we allow Sharia to take root in this country where little girls are uh, have female genital mutilation. I mean, Mm -hmm. we imported, when we let Afghanistan fall, we knew that we were putting men on those planes and bringing them here with girls that were being brought here to be brides. And that's pedophilia. So it's, you know, the left does not care. They have no morality. They've been completely taken over. It's all about power and it's all about destroying this nation to usher in their communist. Uh, their communist yeah. ideals. And what's shocking yeah. to me, Ramana, and then I'll have to let you go, is how few yeah. Americans are actually doing anything about it. I opened the show last Aww. hour talking about uh, these Chinese protesters over there. We're not taking to the streets like they are, fighting for freedom against these COVID no. crackdowns. And we're not taking to the streets to try to stop children from being sexually abused, from having their, their genitals mutilated, either under Sharia yeah. or under transgenderism. We're just letting it happen here in the United States. And I yeah. don't get it, Ramana. I don't get it.
5: We, we have to do it now. It would, but the, the line was crossed long ago when yep. we can uh, kill a kid in California, a child. So up to 28 days, we're extending the definition. Yep. And, and and what you said about our nation uh, it's undoubted. We are, we are we are established by godly men, Christian men. And my family escaped from a communist country. They went through hell on earth. And over there, you were you were you were told and and ratted on if you went to mass. My father told me they had to hide that. They went to mm-hmm. people's houses or whatever place of worship because that they need to eliminate that in order to put in their communist godless atheist values. And they're implementing the same garbage here. Yep. That's why we have the the chaos that we have. And I hope people not only pray. Action, action brings results. Don't look, don't cry when it's gone. Yeah. Fight with everything in you because we crossed the line years ago. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, it's not about stopping America's decline or stopping America from going over a mm-hmm. cliff. We're already off a cliff. It's about trying yes. to it's it's about trying to re- rehabilitate, resuscitate a nation that's in its death throes. Yes. Because when you have in any way, shape, or form the widespread embracement, is that a word? Mm-hmm of um, of pedophilia of children, you're mm-hmm. gone as a nation. This is not the you country are. that I was born into, and mm-hmm. it's it's despicable. But I appreciate you calling in and being in the fight, sure. Romana.
5: Thank you, you for all you do. Thank you. Thank Bye-bye. you.
3: Um, anything you want to add to that, Skins, before uh, we take a break?
4: Nope. I mean, pretty much hit it right on the head. I mean, we're, you know, years ago, we kind of crossed that line of uh, – we're not America anymore, at least not as we know it. And if we don't stand up now, there's going to come a point where we're not able to get this nation back.
3: I think, yeah. And and where's where's the fight in Americans? Where I mean, is the I fight? Mean, I
4: love it. I you see those protests going on in China, and that actually warms my heart that they're able to stand up. But I I want to see more of that here. Where is that happening here?
3: We needed to stand up during during COVID and say fourteen days to flatten the curve. Now. There were businesses in San Diego that, that restaurants in North County. I never featured them on the show. I didn't give restaurant names because I didn't want to put any spotlight on them. Um, churches too. Churches too. There were some that that were known by government officials, and there were other restaurants that that nobody knew were open. Only you know, kind of like going back to the days of prohibition, right? Where you would knock on a, a you know door or whatever, and they lead you to the back, and that's where you could get your alcohol. I think that's how prohibition worked. Um, but we needed to fight uh, because there, we needed to fight back then to not let it grow because the, every day that I go to a store and I see people walking around in masks, I realize the permanent damage that was done to the psyches of Americans, and um, and it's hard to get that back. And,
4: and it, it baffles me, Andrea. I still talk to a number of people out there, uh, people that I know actually in, in my circle, and they think just because uh, – You know we're two years plus into this thing, and it's not—it doesn't seem quite as tyrannical as it was. That we're we're out of it, we're in the we're in the home stretch, and that you know we're not going to have these COVID crackdowns. It's not hard to 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 find them. All you have to do is look.
3: Um, I mentioned earlier that somebody pointed out that there was an anti-fur rally in New York outside of Louis Vuitton, but where's the, where's the, the anti-child sexualization and child pornography protest outside of Balenciaga on Madison Avenue? I also want to know, where is the anti-pedophile protest outside of a theater in which the play is called Downstate, it's in New York, it's off-Broadway, it should be so off Broadway that these people are just completely put on an iceberg and let out to sea. Anybody who would do this needs to be completely shunned from society. But I'm gonna share this story with you guys in which a theater critic, Peter Marks, praises this brilliant play which sympathizes with rapists and pedophiles. Pedophilia is the new is the new black, right? Remember? Yeah. We know that we had a bunch of people calling in before and we can't always get to the phones, but we would love to hear from you. Are you ready to see the normalization and the decriminalization of children? You ready to see it in movies and TV shows? Because it's coming and I don't want to hear about it from people that weren't willing to fight against it. 888-344-1170.
4: Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, while eating a donut too. It's the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego.
3: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I'm going to go to the phones here quickly before I share with you about this. Insane play that is being heralded um, by somebody who's probably molested. I'm just going to say it. I mean, if you're heralding this play as brilliant that I'm about to share with you guys, um, you're probably a pedophile and probably have already molested somebody in, in your past. There, I said it. Um, uh, Anonymous is on the line. Wants to comment on America America's decline sexual and sexualization of children. Hey, Anonymous. Welcome to the Andrea Kay Show.
2: Hello. Hi. Oh, um, I have a friend, um, back maybe about the time that you came to San Diego, in the early 90s, there were billboards that said, Have You Seen Amanda? And it was the murder um, and child molestation of a little girl named Amanda. Her mom is one of my dear friends. And he's up for parole Um, December 14th. He has a hearing. (sighs) And so we had um we we wrote victim letters that had to be turned in and um so my point here is just if you could maybe um, bring out this is the kind of people that the government here in California you know they're letting these people out of mm-hmm. prison mm-hmm. and so I wanted to say it out loud um, I, I just appreciate your show and how you bring these things to eye and so many people in San Diego we can't forget that billboard that we drive down the freeway and it says have you see Amanda if everyone would please pray for Amanda Um, her justice because don't let them let this guy out of jail we have to pray and that's all I'll let you take it from there thank you thank you for calling
3: in oh my gosh that just thank you for calling in anonymous and I'm going to pray over and what I'm going to do is I'm going to research the story find some articles I do remember the story I don't remember a huge amount of details on it um, but I'm going to research the story and I'm going to post it on the socials and and I don't know if the public gets to weigh in on these kinds of parole decisions. Um, but we've we've got to be pushing back as a society and to stop this, right? I mean, and and this is going to happen more and more if if the left is pushing to gl- to glorify and to sympathize and to make light of um, the these kinds of of unspeakable crimes when somebody when somebody just rapes a child, or I say just, um, but even if they let the child so-called live after a sexual assault, that child has still been murdered because that child is never going to be who that person was God intended that person to be. They have been destroyed for the rest of their life. And when somebody takes the life of a child, that person should never see the light of day again. That person should have to suffer the same kind of fate as a 12-year-old getting the female genital mutilation where they've got their genitals hacked into with a rusty knife and no anesthesia. I'm upset right now and I'm going to take a break. I'm going to regroup myself. Thank you for calling in anonymous. I appreciate it. Love you. And we're going to pray over you and I'm going to take a break and regroup.
4: AK dynamite in a dress or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her. She's on the answer. San Diego.
3: Welcome back to tonight's Andrew K. Show. Should we save the story about the play to tomorrow and move on from from this really difficult... Skins is nodding his head. I don't think Skins wants to see me break into tears. No, no more. Anymore. Um, I do think we need to talk about it, but I think I'm going to save it for tomorrow night. Should we have some fun at Hollywood's expense? Oh, I love fun at Hollywood's expense. Okay. Um, how much money did Avatar make over the weekend, over Thanksgiving weekend? Oh, I really hope
4: not a lot. I am not a fan.
3: Um, maybe you can Google that for me. While I will I t- do that right now. Yeah, because My I pleasure. think it was supposed to, it needed to make, and this was Disney's remake of the first Avatar, which I never saw because I don't watch movies about um, adult Smurfs. But evidently, this movie needed to make a billion dollars just to break even. And I don't think it, Made even as much as that supposed dog of a movie, Ticket to Paradise, with George Clooney. And I uh,
4: think this is uh, Avatar Two is not out yet. I believe they re-released the first one.
3: Oh, what they did. Okay, is that what they did? Okay, well, the new one needs to needs to break. I think at least make at least a million dollars.
4: Yeah, it's yeah, it's. I was never a fan of the first. It broke all kinds of records, and it it people. Tout the special effects. I think the story is not that good, and it's not that interesting of a movie.
3: Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's have a little fun at Alyssa Milano's expense. Well, um, Alyssa Milano. <laughs> Thank you, Alyssa Milano, for making me laugh. After that, after that sad uh, um, reminder of Amanda, I thank you for calling in anonymous because we need to remember these victims. I hope you don't misunderstand me crying and wanting. I'm glad you called in. Um, we need to be remind. We need to remember uh, these stories, right? Because these victims matter. These pa- these families have a lifetime sentence against them. It's one of the reasons why I was just so angry that Fetterman quote won in Pennsylvania because it, the the Um, push is not just to, um, make pedophile trend, pedophilia trendy and okay, but it's also to just, uh, show sympathy that there is, there's no right or wrong, right? And in fact, the criminals are the, are the good guys and the criminals are the people that get the sympathy and the, the victims don't get any sympathy whatsoever, right? It's just completely upside down. Um, so, um, thank you for calling in, caller. Um, But let's have a little fun at Alyssa Milano's. Yes, please. uh. So, um, you know, she is our kind of ambassador for the morality police, self-imposed morality police. You know, the morality police in Iran is the people that roam around um, at like little dictators, authoritarians, the men over there, and they go and beat up on women if they have a hair hanging out, right? Uh, That's kind of Alyssa Milano's self, and Milano is her self-imposed role. I guess, I mean, probably because... When was the last time she had an acting gig? Right. So um, the left is hysterical over Twitter. Um, in fact, Apple I think was even a, even issued a threat today. Was it Apple um, that that threatened to take the app off of Twitter? Yep. Yeah. So, look, they know this going back to last hour when I was talking about First Amendment rights and Fauci and all that, you know, control the message and you control minds. They feel like they're entitled to completely express themselves however they want, including lying to the American people. But it's not a two-way street. But it's not a two-way street. You know, oh my gosh, How, Elon Musk has allowed, you know, people back on How that we don't agree. He? How dare he? Um Liz Wheeler, who used to have a show here in San Diego, Tipping Point, I used to go on her show all the time. She tweeted out that maybe Elon Musk needed to come up with his own cell phone, right? There needs to be something done here because... um Do you remember when Parler was taken down? I do off of right, and they were taken down off of Google. I think and Android and Apple took them down. Google and Apple took them down. Put them back up. Well, they put them back up. They allowed their app to go back up, but only after they agreed to um, the terms of service, which is debate content controls right which
4: made them not like they were supposed to be
3: right and so it's not enough to have so you can have a free a quote free speech platform but if you're if you're under the thumb of the app people in which there's only two you know and you know android google for android AOS operating system or you know um apple then you still are under the thumb, right? Of the- I'm really
4: surprised there has not been an independent third arm uh, technology company come along. I mean, it, it, it's it's ripe for for the for the industry right well,
3: now. Well, right. And so Liz Wheeler was like, "Hey, Elon Musk, have you you know have you thought about getting a phone? Right?
4: And you know what? If anybody could do it, he's got the funds and the means.
3: Right. Right." And then what we would need to do is put our money where our mouth is. The conservatives, you you mentioned today, you weren't sure if you were going to go back on Twitter.
4: Uh, As of right now, I'm leaning yes. I I, I like a lot of what I see Musk doing, not everything. I'm going to give it to the end of the year. We'll see.
3: Okay. Well, Alyssa Milano thinks she owns Twitter. No, she doesn't. She tweeted out, excuse me for yawning. I'm not bored. Um, I gave back my Tesla. I bought the VWEV. Isn't that cool? The VWEV. I guess that's electric vehicle. I love it, she says. I'm not sure how advertisers can buy space on Twitter. Publicly traded companies' products being pushed in alignment with hate and white supremacy doesn't seem to be a winning business model. Um, somebody retweeted to her, this day in history, May 28, 1937, Volkswagen is founded. On uh, May 28, 1937, I'll just read a, the, the part that's like uh, the good part. On <laughs> May 28, 1937, the government of Germany, then under the control of Adolf Hitler of the National Socialist Nazi Party, forms a new state-owned automobile company, which is what? What what was that, Elizabeth Milano? I think it's called Andrea
4: Volksqu- Volks-, Volks. I can't even say it, Volkswagen.
3: Volkswagen. Is that how they said it over there? Yes that's called a mic drop i love it when these lefties get hoisted by their own woke petards i mean is this just not brilliant i'm not sure since i don't follow her i'm not sure what her response was but she's probably rushed out to get another tattoo or something i don't know um some it's just crazy um Here's speaking of Twitter. This is an interesting story that Republicans gain followers and Dems are losing followers on Musk's Twitter. Um my follower counts have grown a little bit, but I'm still shadow banned on Twitter. There's still there is still uh fact-checking controls. There's still stuff going on. Um but do I think it's better? Yeah, and and here's why I would I would think about going back on if I was you. It's really really distressing to to the left to see conservatives and Republicans going back on Twitter. If for no other reason than to make the Alyssa Milano's want to jab themselves in the eye to stop the pain from seeing you back on there, do it for that satisfaction alone, Skins. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. And, and on what you just said, too, a lot
4: of people are seeing the improvement and they like it. And this is just the starting point. I mean, a lot of these changes aren't going to happen overnight.
3: Okay, um... I'm going to save the play story for tomorrow night. I'm also going to save a story for tomorrow night that, uh, Brigitte Gabriel, let me tell you this first, Brigitte Gabriel, who's been on the show many times, uh, I think Brigitte Gabriel and I go back, I don't know, seven, eight years. She tweeted out today that there's a war on Christianity and she ended up trending. I don't remember what else she said in the tweet. I mean, the people that were calling, you know, just coming after her is crazy, which by the way, you know, if, if you've got a problem with that tweet, You know, you maybe do hate Christians and Christianity and Christmas, right? Because why would you have a problem with saying that? There's a war on not just Christmas, but a war on Christianity. And there's an insane story coming out of Britain that has to do with um, the way that uh, they're uh, attacking Jesus in order to push their agenda. So I think I'm going to save that story for a moment. You know what I did want to ask you guys? Howard Stern... This is a cultural question I, that I, I kind of thought wondered about, and I'm, I'm a little bit torn at first. Howard Stern came for Oprah today, and he was talking about, and I have never listened to Howard Stern. I am not a Howard Stern fan. I never liked his shtick. Um, I think I don't care that, this, that his whole obnoxious, disgusting persona was supposedly an act. If, that, if you're putting it out there to make people think that's who you really are, then that's who you really are, in my opinion, to some degree. Right. So I can't stand Howard Stern. Don't know how he became the so-called king of all media. He went after Oprah Winfrey for flaunting her wealth on social media because, quote, there are people struggling out there. I want to play this for you guys because it got me pondering whether or not does he have a point or is there, you know, is there anything wrong with it? Where, you know, where should we not allow people to show their lives? Didn't didn't we used to be inspired by seeing people of wealth? Got me thinking. Let's play this clip.
1: She? I got to give her props because I'm always busting her chops for being the head of weight watchers and not I losing haven't any weight.
5: Seen her. She's lost weight?
1: Oprah I don't know. Oprah's not embarrassed by her wealth at all. She loves showing it off on Instagram. It's mind blowing. You, when you follow her on Instagram, you see her estates, her gardens, the people who service her, and you know, service her.
4: She's not a car.
1: Well, I'm, well, she kind of <laughs> is. She's got uh, servants and like people cooking, and she knows how to be rich. But she does it. She kind of likes to show it off. Which is something I'm not comfortable with. I don't think well, that people should show off their wealth. Well,
4: let's put it this way: Oprah's just showing you her life. She's not showing
1: off. Well, you got to be a little self-aware and know that there are people <laughs> struggling out there, Robin. You got to. You got to kind of think about people who don't have to eat. You know what I'm saying?
3: Um, I'm torn over this because when I was a kid one of the things I come from I'm the daughter of two Marines who both joined the Marines because they grew up in such had such impoverished childhoods that joining the Marines was like you know way step up in life right and one of the things that we used to do is we used to I used to love one of, I, I love real estate in part because my we would drive around and look at estates and look at beautiful homes and and we would dream about it we would be inspired by it and my parents would always say to me you could have a great life too you don't you don't you know just it's up to you you can this is america right if you want to have this kind of a great life work hard get a college education and get and by the way make it be a degree that pays well right so uh, to me i don't demonize the wealthy but it does he have an argument skins in terms of right now when people are suffering you might not want to you know be be sensitive to people what are your thoughts
4: You know, it all depends. If you're out there on social media and you're posting pictures of, you know, whatever your lifestyle is, things that you have, I guess it all depends on what you post with it. A lot of people will have something, they'll say something with the picture. And I think you can tell a lot about if somebody's gloating or not and shoving it in your face or whether they're, hey, you know what? I've worked hard. I'm thankful for this. And it comes across as more genuine.
3: I think the thankfulness and the gratefulness is a great way to go about it. I th- and I think if you, if you show gratitude for the country, that made it possible for the people who supported you in your career. Sure, people um, that are struggling, then they'll still even look up to something like that. Absolutely, I do think it's inspirational. It can give people. I mean, she was a girl from a, a you know a tiny little town in Mississippi in North Mississippi that you know at a time in which there was crazy racism going on here and look at look at the life because she worked hard yes she had talent but she worked really hard and she she took advantage of opportunities took risks in her life in terms of her career choices at her time there was there nobody thought that a little black girl from Mississippi could could make it in that in that industry and she took a chance that she could make it um, so I don't think that there's any problem with her showing her life. I just think that maybe what's missing is her connecting the dots for people. Yes, I agree. As to how she got there and maybe inspire them by saying, you can do it too. Which is in supposed America. to be what Oprah is all about. Yep. It's supposed to be what it's all about. We're, we're all about loving you guys and sharing this time with you guys. We appreciate you. Thanks to our callers, our listeners. Email me at andreacayshow.com and come on back tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out.